And... Oh, there it is. Live scene. Okay, now we're live. Ted. Boogity boogity. Okay, I was like, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. How you doing? Um, there is a Predator versus Wolverine book, and the cool thing about this four-issue miniseries is that it um, spans multiple decades. So, like, you know how Wolverine lives forever? Uh-huh. You know how Predators come to Earth every now and then to, like, try to find the most deadliest hunt? Uh-huh. Predator fights Wolverine in different decades. So, like, you'll get one in the cowboy era. You'll get one in, like, different time periods. I just looked it so up. Far. Published June right. 8th this year. It out, yeah. It came what? out on September 20th. Yeah. Tell me that there's Craven in this. We don't know. They only have one issues out so far. It would be the... so cool if you could see Craven get his ass whooped by a fucking Predator. <laughs> Yeah, you know what the cool thing is? It's by 20th Century, so they did, it's not part of um, the real oh, Marvel universe. Oh, it's not a so Marvel Universe very, canon thing. Right, but they can make it like very bloody and everything. I have the issue ordered, so I had to just go wait to pick it up. But that's what I wanted to tell you, because for some reason, we always have Predator talks on the show. Predator versus Wolverine number one of four. Okay, so it's just going to be a yeah. four a four comic run. Um, yep. Wow, that, that artwork looks really cool. Oh, I might as well share yeah. this on the screen. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, it's showing the wrong screen. Let's get rid of that scene holder. Let me change what screen you guys are seeing. Sorry, people. Yeah, and two. the inner workings of it all. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Look at that artwork. Do we know who's doing the artwork? No, I know the author. The author is Benjamin Piercy. Benjamin Piercy, Greg Land, Andrea DeVito, writing. and more. Yeah, he's been doing um, for a little bit now. He's been writing Wolverine in the normal con uh, um, canon run right now. Okay. Um, some things he's wrote recently is like, uh, so X-Men, they can be reborn because of Krakoa. So if they die, they can just be reborn as like a new themselves right uh-huh uh right now there is dark beast or not dark beast but evil beast and he's creating wolverine clones as weapon x that are very feral and very uh killy killy Ooh. so wolverine has to hunt them down and fight against his own clones that sounds awesome he's a good writer i really like uh, percy it looks like Wait, are all of these out already? Is one through four out? Not yet. Okay, I was going to say, because all of the artwork is out. I can see every single one of them on the screen right now. Yeah, that should be the, uh, what's it called? The co cover covers. Yeah. Like the standard covers, right? Like not like yeah, variations exactly. or anything like that? Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because these are cool. Oh, my God. Okay, so this is interesting because it looks like they go through... Not just decades of Wolverine's life, but significant decades of Wolverine's life. Like right. the, the first one looks like when he was actually Weapon X, um, right. and in like the test tube, and he's like just coming out of it and fighting. Like where where 
You remember in the first movie or something? Not maybe not the first movie of X Men, but like they go to like that that snowy military base, and he's like held captive there. Um, mm. What I don't what what was that called? What was the uh, company? I don't um, uh, I know, uh, I know exactly. What organization created Wolverine? No, not the comic book industry. What organization? Oh, Weapon X is the program. He is not Weapon X. Weapon X is the program. I had that mixed up. No, but he's also Weapon X because in the T in the movie, Weapon X is number ten, Weapon Ten, and there's one through nine. The mainstream Marvel Logan was the first individual known as Weapon X. Oh, you're right. What the fuck? Then, then what? Is- yeah. Weapon X is also the government project. Okay. Is the project Wolverine was created from called Weapon X? Oh, I put Weapon C. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Oh. What? Yes. Okay. It was similar to human enhancement experiments in the real world, but it captured mutants and did experiments on them to enhance their abilities, such as superpowers, turning them into human weapons. They also mutated baseline humans. The Weapon X project produced Wolverine, Leech, Deadpool, Sabretooth, and Weapon H. Is Weapon H the the long fingernail girl? I think so, yeah. Weapon H. No. Huh? Clayton Cortez. Earth 616. Oh, right. Ah, that's that's who's in Savage Avengers. I'm reading this book right now, and it's like the Avengers, but it's a different team. It has Punisher, Anti-Venom, and this dude. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Ah. He's been accepting it this whole time. Yeah, it looks like he is oh. another person made by weapon. Oh, my God, he's got Wolverine blades, too. Yeah, and he looks like the Hulk. What the shit? Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's funny. Roxanne's pipeline work, feeling remorse. Wow. Okay, man. They have so much. Like, comic book lore, they just have so much good stories to, to like, yeah. pull from and, and, and get their, like, next big thing from. But, like, I swear, they just take the most generic storyline. <laughs> Yep, that's why the writer's strike being over right. now, it's going to be hopefully giving us better quality of stories, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because like, now that the writer's strike is over, they're... Like, you know what? they like Part of the writer's strike, what they asked for was just 2% of the profit. Yeah. Not even like anything outrageous, just 2%. They just wanted some more money compared... Like, like a drop in the bucket compared to how much money they were actually getting. Um, right, it's just ridiculous that they it took this long for them to actually get that. I think it was partially due to like how so every three every so often they'll have to renew their contracts, right? So the last strike was what twenty seventeen, right? We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's it might have been twenty sixteen, but right around that time. Yeah. Okay, so one of the things that they were negotiating was about streaming because they didn't really know where streaming was going to go. They mm-hmm. didn't know if people can go with residuals or things like that. But one of the things that they did do was that, have you noticed that you don't know how many people are actually watching the show? Like on Netflix? Like, 
Yeah. Like, yeah. It just tells you, like, this is what's so popular right now. Right. Right. So because there's no, like, like even the writers, they don't really know how many people are watching it. So they don't have anything to really support themselves with it. Like, for example, if you know that, like, 5 million people are watching your show and love your show each week, you have more firepower to, like, negotiate, right? But since the company is back in with the West Rider strike, um, they were able to just not show streaming view count to make it ambiguous. Right. That way, writers, actors couldn't get residuals or paid very well off of it. So that's another thing that's coming with the writer strike being over. Right. And that is, it's so, so exciting for them that they were able to come to an end. But like, well, here, let me, we'll, we'll jump right into yeah. this. I'm just going to introduce the yeah. show real quick. Um, cause we kind of just started talking about some fun stuff. Um, but anyways, today is, today is October 8th, 2023. Uh, we are the members of the jointly. I am Aaron, AKA Gilgamesh Mush. We, uh, we are without Sam today. They have they had some other things to take care of, but we are joined by the, our third gentleman, whose name is. I keep forgetting you don't you don't say my name. Ted. <laughs> I was going to say I let I let you guys introduce yourselves, so you can introduce yeah, however you want to be known. Theodore Roosevelt. If you'd rather me introduce you, I can start doing that. You just need to tell me what you want me to. What, I guess I can change it up every week if you want me to do that. But yeah, no, I just figured I you guys. Know. Wow, inner workings of the show today. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, so, I mean, we do have, usually we'll start with the trailers and stuff, but since we were already talking about the writer's strike, we'll, we'll talk about that before we do any of that. Um, writer's strike is over. Can we, that, is, that is an applause-worthy thing. One moment. Wait, we have that button somewhere. Exactly. There's the applause. Yay. Did they hear that? Yes, yes, everyone, everyone in the podcast, you, everyone, if you listen to it back, you'll be able to hear the clapping. Wow. I know, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome that Discord and that worked. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, the day that, it, that Discord added this function, and the fact that you can just add your own sound bites too, is just like, wow, this is now one of the best chatting services that there is. Even, it was already. <laughs> You can stream stuff to your this friends. Was, like, come on. This is crazy. It's like, this is AIM, but on a different level. <laughs> you can. You can update your statuses and everything based on different channels, too. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see here. Okay. Where, where, did I, where did I put my notes? Okay. Well, I mean, as Ted described, they... They were looking for better pay. They were looking for better wages. And now... Apparently, they do have that. Now, with that being said, we don't know what the deal is. Unless you have some sort of insider information, Ted. This is a 2% one. Yeah. Um, I was just watching a video where... It's kind of cool, actually. Uh, the people that I watch about comic books, mm-hmm. they were talking to one of the writers that was on strike and what they got from it. So the only thing I know, like, off the top of my head, 2% gotcha. profit off of the total residuals. Gotcha, gotcha. For writers, increased pay. So hopefully, I mean, I'm sure that was part of it. And don't ask why I'm waving around a toothbrush. But um, oh my god, you are waving around. <laughs> it's so weird how quick in time this is. Yeah, it doesn't. There's not too much lag. 
But um, they, so what, what I mean by it is we don't know anything is because the actual, as far as the actual deal goes, they've agreed to a deal. But as, as of right now, if I'm not mistaken, it is still a tentative deal. Um, they are waiting right. on everything to be finalized. They need, uh, from what I read, this says... What remains now is for our staff to make sure everything we have agreed to is codified in final contract language. So right. they have an agreement. They know they they like the deal that they were going to get, but nothing is set in contract yet, which is what we're waiting on for them to release. Right. And then they have to vote on it after as a union. Yeah, exactly. They exactly they came to an agreement as you know between the companies and the actual union as it, on terms that they did agree to, but nothing was like we can't read it yet. We can't read what it was the way that we had like a preview of the of the last draft that they had. Right, and also the other thing was that um, com or late night shows are back. John yes. Oliver's back. I think SNL is back as well. Um, Oh man, did you hear about the Drew Barrymore stuff? Oh my god, dude! Tight <laughs> show, holy shit! I'm so glad. I thought, what happened to her? Why is she just bad? I'm like, what? Man, she just like, she couldn't. Ellen didn't even fall to this poor. Exactly, like, you couldn't just let it lie. You literally, oh my yeah, god, you spoke up and you just were, hey. It's so dumb. Yeah, for for anyone listening who isn't aware, Drew Barrymore attempted to have her show return during the writer's strike, which would make her a picket line crosser um, and a scab, uh, according you know union union lingo and, and jargon. Um, jargon lingo. But now that the writer's strike is over, I think three. Yeah, three of Drew Barrymore's WGA writers, like the lead writers and on writers, her show, yeah. quit. Yep. They're not going back. Like she, she stepped over that line, metaphorically and physically, and there's she's not getting back any sort of like reputation from that. Based on this, I don't know if she's going to find a way to apologize or something, but she seems pretty done as far as that goes. I don't know. I mean, she's stupid. Yeah, she just needs to get her reputation back if she wants to, <laughs> to stay on good terms with other writers. That's dumb, though. So, like, obviously things are not going well for some Twitch shows, but I'm just happy that things are going back on track. I'm really excited for, like, the more creative creativity we're going to get from this, honestly. Yes. You know, like, there's no way it's not going to be gold, in my I'm opinion. I'm looking forward to comedy. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been in a pretty golden age for, like, drama and, like, thrillers and things. I don't, like, there's been so much of that coming out. And horror movies. Yeah. I feel like horror movies, too, have just been, like, hitting the mark lately. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. But, like, with, I, I feel, I just feel like, like Adam Conover... Like a lot of the stuff he's been doing now has just been freaking hilarious. Um, is that that's his name, right, Adam Conover? What is he known for? He's the he's one of the main guys that was on there. He was the he's the guy that was doing like um like stuff you should know or stuff you wish you didn't know about things like 
Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember him. Adam ruins everything. That's what that's called. Yeah, 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 I got you. But now he's doing, I'm pretty sure he's on like a stand-up tour right now. And like, I follow him on Instagram. So I just get to see the things that uh, uh, he's saying. And it's just, it's just funny stuff. Um, do you know who Sam Reich is? Mm, is that an actor? He's a, he's a comedian. He's a comedian. Okay. Um, I believe okay. he's also a writer. But um, he he hosts this game show, and like he has other uh, he has other comedians come on the show, and he gives them scenarios to improv in that moment. It's kind of like yeah. whose line is it, anyways? If I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, oh my god, it was so it it was the last one I saw. He had someone the 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 bit he had them do was. You are Donald Trump, but as the eye of Sauron. <laughs> and this guy, he took on the Donald Trump voice and everything. And he was just like, I see you all. Oh, you hobbits and people. Like, oh, my God. Look it up if you, if, if you, if you feel like laughing. But He's it, not it was, a musician, right? No, not a musician. Sam, uh, Sam Ryder? Sam Reich. R-E-I-C-H. Oh, R-E... I think the game show that that's on is called Game Changer. He he oh, was he's on, the CEO. Yeah, of Dropout. Oh wow! Oh, I'm pretty oh. sure he was a part college of. Humor. Yeah, I was gonna college say he humor. was he was a big part of College Humor. Oh, speaking of horror, have you heard of the one that's uh, No One Will Save You? Isn't that on Hulu? Hulu. It's yeah. been popping up, and I keep wanting to oh, watch it, but I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. Oh, we should watch the trailer. It's spoopy. <laughs> okay, okay. We can throw that into the trailers here. Let's see. No one will no save you. No one will you. save you. Trailer. It's like an alien horror, too. Ooh, okay. You don't get too many of those. No, 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 no. Let's do that. That's full screen. Okay, so that is that is the writer strike news. Congratulations to everyone there. Um Still a long way for a lot of other yes, unions, though. Exactly. Um, writer's Union strike is still is. on strike. Or it's not the writer's yeah. guild, SAG AFTRA, the actors guild yeah. is still on strike. And they just just like Sorry. Ted just said, video game writers and, and motion capture or not writers, I keep saying writers. Video game actors and motion capture actors are now also joining the strike. So it, it none think, Go ahead. I was gonna say that I think that their fight is very significant too, because of the whole AI. Yes. I think that one is very scary to kind of consider because if they don't win this one, then it just kind of spills over into other medias. Yes. The fact that, they, that they're that they trying to get the, the ability to use their faces without them actually being there is just like, mm -hmm. what? what is wrong with you people? No. And that's why the SAG and after SAG after a strike er, is even is also important because of just whole, the whole uh, what's it called? background actors yes because if they can just be mocapped and like taking their facial and it's just like oh what's the point of like hiring people right and that's the scary yeah. thing <sighs> let me share hey who what's on the notes all right we're gonna go into our trailers now and up, we're gonna buddy? we're gonna watch the first one that ted just talked about that no one will save you trailer since it's spoopy season Poopy ghosty skeletons. 
Okay, no one will save you. Let's lie. <laughs> Why did I recommend this? I hate fucking scary movies. <laughs> I was going to say, this is kind of strange that this came from you. There are over 1.6 million home invasions per year. Uh, fuck. Why did I do this? Oh my shit. Oh, why do I hear it so loudly? I turned the volume down. What the hell oh, was shit. that? What was that? Oh, they can open doors? What the fuck? <laughs> I will most likely be watching this today. Oh! Oh, sh... <laughs> oh, you got probed. Oh, you got probed for sure. I like that this is like a non-known actor. I don't know her. Or no, her I've never anything. seen her. What the shit? They're telepathic? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that thing. Oh, that was oh my god. Holy shit, that was. Oh my god. What the hell that was, was that? Scary. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that movement. It was just so. That was so cool. I want to watch yeah. it so bad. <laughs> no one will save you. Did hey, you watch it already? Know. No, I haven't. Okay. I just heard it was a good one, and I saw some trailer like before I got scared, and it turned it off. <laughs> and now uh, we watched it, so that's fun. Yeah, holy crap. That was a very cool looking alien movie. I have not seen something like that. That was like, um, um, the design kind of reminded me of like, uh, frick, signs, the signs alien up, like mm -hmm. up until you see them like with limbs that are like the size of trees. Yeah. Like long limbs. That was crazy. I'm glad that they showed the alien right away too. Yeah, I like, agree. That's not normal. Yeah, and then they showed it. It's like, oh my, that's like actually terrifying. It makes you want to watch the movie more. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. Um, let's see here. What other trailer do we have here, Ted? Uh, the other trailer that we have here is a trailer of sorts. Some would say that the trailer is from a video game, and I'm looking at the wrong notes. <laughs> um, hold, please. Cyberpunk, where is these notes? Oh, Maybe you are way oh, off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy Rebirth highlight trailer. Okay, we'll go with that one. <laughs> so, there was the Tokyo Game Show over the weekend. Well, I guess it's still the weekend, okay. but recently. And yeah. 
they released a lot of information about the upcoming uh, sequel to Final Fantasy VII. Well, sequel to the remake of Final Fantasy VII. It's very confusing. <laughs> but the game looks incredible. Are they going to explain what happened in part one? Okay. I Was it with you? Was it with you on the show like two weeks ago that we were talking about how they completely changed the storyline? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh. So there is... I need to play Crisis Core, the, the remake yes. of it. I need, or I need to watch a video or something about this because. No, you should play Crisis Core. It's actually one of my favorite games. Well, this is the remake. Have you played the remake? No. It's like I've played the original. Um, oh yeah. But this is supposed to be different, and the story for this is not going to be the same as the game we know. I mean, Ooh. do you know the biggest spoiler? Uh, she's alive. Um, Zach. Yeah, Zach's also alive. Well, Zach's alive. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That's what we discussed. Right, right, right. Zach is alive. But also, the what's the girl in the red shirt named? Aerith? She's also alive. Yeah, but she's she, alive too. She didn't... The part where she would die would be in this game. Oh. So, we don't know for sure yet. And it's also weird because with Zach being alive... Aerith is Zach's girlfriend. Right. So it's kind of like the whole dynamic is going to be different. You know what I mean? Like if, if, yep. if Aerith yep. is – the love interest is already there, whereas you kind of had this like thing in the in the original one where like between Tifa and Aerith and like, you know, all this stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it, it looks really good, but let's watch. here, So we're not just talking about it. Game show. The game's Can I turn it down? Whatever. The world will be made up of various vast regions, each unique, with different enemies, methods of traversal, side quests, and rare treasures. Catch yourself a chocobo to breeze through the world. Find chocobo ranches nice. full and screen it? Nope. Gear, customizing yours to a steed that's all your own. Okay, Ooh. see that? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> chocobo customization? Come on. <laughs> Oh, that's too menacing. I want a cuter one. I, I know, with the little eye on his forehead, I know. Use your chocobo to hunt for treasure. Follow their scent, and you might that's find so valuable cute. or useful items. With so wow, much world to explore, actually... collecting intel will be essential. Mm -hmm. Unlocking new locations, world, huh? expanding your... What'd you say? It's kind of open world, huh? Oh, it's extremely open world. That's why, like, that's, that's what they always said about this, um, is that the first game was very on the rails, but the second right. game is supposed to be a much more open world... Uh, do what you want kind of game. Your horizons. Find towers in each region and activate them to open research opportunities and get your bearings. Take on combat assignments to battle some of the world's rare, tough enemies. Find and repair chocobo stops throughout the world. Repair these to unlock fast chocobos. Saving the world is hard work, but you'll find plenty of chances for respite with a ton of mini games throughout the world and at the hugely popular amusement park. Saucer. You'll be able to test your skill at G-Bike, Chocobo Races, oh, 3D Brawler. Really you can cool. also find sheet music throughout the world. Head to a piano and try your hands at performing. Bring mischievous Moogle kids back to their mog stool and Moogle mischief. Or challenge people to Queen's Blood, a strategic card game that is- This! Oh! oh. Dude! Dude! Wait, there's a game inside a game of card game? A card game. That's like, what? They have always had, like, card games or mini games included in their- uh, 
Final Fa- like Final Ooh, Fantasy VIII yeah. had a card game. Seven had a card okay. game. Uh, I think nine had a card game. I don't remember ten having one, and I don't think okay. another Final Fantasy since then has had one. But they are putting it back in seven. This remake of it, and I am so happy. <laughs> did, it, did they say you can play against people? Let's see. Skyrocketed in popularity throughout the world. This is just a taste of the activity. Ah, damn it! I can't rewind it either since it's a real. It's okay. We'll find out later. Activities you'll get up to as you travel throughout the world with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Comment and let us know what you're most looking to. Here's a roundup of the new Final Fantasy. That 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 looks really cool. Yeah, for real. Oh my god, the world looks beautiful. The all the things that you can do in it looks like a lot of fun. Like you can waste a lot of time in this. But is Reno in the game? It has Reno has to be in the game. Yeah. I know we talked we saw that earlier. Uh-huh. Dude, February 29, 2024. Ooh, that's a, this comment talks about breeding the chocobos. Can you breed chocobos in this game? That would be interesting. Dude, I might just do that. I might just literally just breed chocobos all day. That is super interesting. Oh, damn. Now that just reminded me, I have animals in my Hogwarts game that, you know, I'm supposed to be taking care of. Uh, hope they're okay. They're dead now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, well, never opening that game again. <laughs> I beat uh, it, and that's it. That's all you really need. Exactly. Just beat it one time. There's not a lot of replayability. Yeah, it, yeah I agree. It's just not. Um, let me see. Can you see this? I can. Like the, the, the next trailer pulled up for you? Yeah, it says from Capcom. And oh. it's Devil May Cry. Another one of our... I, are we in the nostalgia age? I think we are. I, I, I really feel like like five years ago is the 90s kids that grew up in the 90s. Like they were functioning in the 90s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Power Rangers and everything. Now it's like our games that we played are coming back. Because Devil May Cry was like my childhood. Yeah, for sure. I remember playing Devil May Cry 1 and 2, like, when we were kids, and just, I mean, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just liked slashing and turning into the demon. <laughs> right, and didn't you play it in college, too, one of them? Yeah, yeah. Did the really the Well, I played the, I got the newer one. Like, they, they had a reboot made, um, yeah. where it was literally just called Devil May Cry, and I played that one, and I, I, I did enjoy it for a while, but, I mean, it wasn't anything... It's just a slasher. Yeah, it was just a slasher. It was it was fun though. Um But yeah, they are releasing a new anime for Devil May Cry on Netflix and they just released the trailer for it. So let's check it out. Do you end up watching One Piece yet? I'm uh, you mean the live action? Yeah. No, I'm watching the anime. Oh, uh, gotcha. Oh, sick. Yep, that sounds like about right. That was very brief. <laughs> I'm like, ah, well. Fuck. I saw 44 seconds. I'm like, ah, that's like 10 seconds of filler. The music was cool. I fucking, it's always, ah, oh, no. That's what I think my favorite part about Devil May Cry was just like, Getting hyped because of the music. Yeah, the the, game. the heavy industrial kind of like grungy sound that it would have. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, Dante looked cool. Like, I mean, but 
all of these animated Netflix shows, like visually, they look like impeccable. I've, I've, I haven't seen one that looks bad yet. It just takes forever to get to the main point. Yeah, for sure. Like, all the CGI ones, at least the one where it's like 3D modeled or whatever, it takes them forever. The one of the Pacific Rim ones, they don't even get into the mech until the last episode of the season <laughs> one. <laughs> And then Godzilla 2 was the other one. Where the animated one, like the first season was just like not that much Godzilla. It got better, obviously, but. There was a Netflix show for Godzilla? Mm hmm. What? And then Apple TV is also having their Gods and Monsters. Do you know about that one? No. Apple TV is making a uh, show. About God's, uh, King Kong and Godzilla. God's Creatures? No. God's... Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Oh, there's a trailer. Legacy of Monsters. It's Monarch Legacy of Monsters. So it follows the actual... Whatever's going on right now in the... Like in the movies? The, I think so. It shouldn't... Which is weird because it's Max. Right. Yeah, but we should watch that trailer. I fucking love Okay. Godzilla. Yeah, let's check it out. Man, this is why we need Sam. today. <laughs> okay. I can't go back in time and fix all the mistakes I made. But maybe I could leave something for the future. A legacy. The John Goodman? Yeah, he was in the first, uh, he was in King Kong. Is on fire. I decided to do something about it. Oh. Hopes, dreams, ambitions. The mission was to protect their world. Whoa. You get all of them. Pretty freaking cool. <laughs> As a TV show too. Wait, what? There's an invasion TV show? Yeah. Season two, actually. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this? It looks like. Invasion. No, no, I'm not talking about that. There was an old TV show, Invasion. TV show 2021 but there is one that that came out when I was young I mean, that was a long time ago though yeah I know but that's what I mean like is this <laughs> this review invasion season one a slow burning sci-fi disaster <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. 2005 to 2006. Yes, Invasion. Is this like a reboot of this? 
is okay hold on is the apple tv invasion related to i don't even know how to phrase this invasion 2005 five Okay, here we go. Before Invasion may be popular now, but another series of the same name aired in the early 2000s that you probably forgot about. I didn't forget. I remember it. That's why we're looking at this. Oh, it's got, wow, a lot of famous people in it. Here, I'll just... any of these guys. This guy was in a lot of CW shows, like the this, mm. this puffy-haired guy. This guy oh, is... Even Peters. Yeah. Even Peters. Um, I was going to say... This guy, he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, he's evil. Yeah, he's he plays the bad guy a lot. Um, but yeah, like this was a. It only lasted cool. a season, I want to say, but it, it was yeah. about alien invasions. Huh. Uh, it doesn't really clarify though if it's like supposed to be the same thing or not. It's not. They're different. Okay. Because that the image for it also kind of looks like Annihilation. Like, you know how, like, they had that weird, like, wispy, rainbow-looking yeah. bubble? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. What do we got? What do we got? We have one more trailer. I'm surprised we only have one more. We've been, like, everywhere skadoodling. Well... There were only like three up there in the first place. We kind of found like oh. more as we went. Like, oh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> a piece <of> candy. <laughs> but yeah, there's a new animated Laura Croft show coming out, or Tomb Raider show, um, that they just released a trailer for. So we should watch that and play. Yeah, right? That was like 10 tails, though. Castlevania. Yeah, I was gonna say the animation looks very similar to Castlevania, which is wow. good. I mean, it's good animation. Enjoyed it. <laughs> Never gonna watch it. <laughs> Never gonna watch it. I'll probably check it out. Maybe at least once. I don't know. I doubt it. You have so many other teams to check out. This is like glass on your list. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna watch that. What? I didn't even watch the I first season. Oh, you didn't? Okay, never mind. No, okay. I, I mean, it was I like, you. I think I've seen two episodes of the first Loki show. Right. And it wasn't bad. Um, I just I just didn't get into it, like the, the, the hype of it all. And now I've heard reviews for the second season, and it was just like, nah, not that yeah, great. 
It's good. It's pretty good. Um, I think if they go into explaining time and everything like that, then I'll really be a happy camper. Yeah. I like sciencey stuff. Yeah. Lately, would explain shit, not just be like, "Oh, it's magic." I'm like, mm. <laughs> like there's you actual your own universe, right? You should be able to like it's just explain it. This is what this is magic. Like what? We're magic with a K. I'm like, God damn you guys! <laughs> it's not even real magic. It's magic with a K. <laughs> oh shit! All right, what do we got here? Um, SIE. CEO Jim Ryan to retire after 30 years with PS. PlayStation. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he took over in 2019. And he was there even before PlayStation Watch in 1994. So he's been there for a while. I can't hear you anymore, but are you okay? Did you fall? <laughs> I fell out of my chair. <laughs> it was caught on camera. Oh no. Who's, who's watching the show right now? Who's recording? Oh, no, there's people watching the show. <laughs> Oh my god, I fell out the chair. That's so funny. Okay, I'm okay, people. <laughs> Holy shit. That, that news was just so wild for you. <laughs> I was just doing a stretch and then my chair just sloop. <laughs> Don't do that again. Okay, I won't. I won't. Oh, man. Um, yeah, like Ted was saying, Jim Ryan is retiring... <laughs> From Sony Interactive Entertainment after 30 years working with PlayStation. Um, he it, it, It's been kind of a surprise because people, you know, the PlayStation 5 has been an incredible success so far. And it's been under Jim Ryan's leadership. So, you know, people are just saying like, wow, why are you retiring now? Um, according to what I read. Also, it, go ahead. He also was like. What's it called? President during not a great time because he had to deal with COVID. <laughs> that oh, yeah. time frame of 2019. Definitely difficult. Um, from what he from what he said, the reason why he's retiring is because of the he apparently he lives in Europe. Uh, huh. and the difficulties of running the company while living in Europe and doing like it, it just wasn't working for him. So he is stepping down, and what was their name? Hiroki Totoki uh, is going to take over as interim CEO once uh, once once Orion um, leaves the company. But we'll see where it's going next. We don't know who's actually going to be the next CEO of SIE. So fun to say, SIE, 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 SIE. Was that what you used to say? Like the acai bowls? <laughs> They're pretty good. <laughs> frozen blueberries, essentially. Oh. Frozen ice cream. Fake ice cream. 
Your fake ice cream. Oh dear. Um, Naughty Dog cutting developers contract short. That's dun dun dun. Yeah, it does suck. I didn't. Uh, I didn't put the other thing that this means as the title because I feel like these workers getting their contracts cut short is the bigger deal. Because um, <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like their contracts had ended when they cut this. I think I think that's what Sam had mentioned that that their contracts were going to end. But from right. what I'm reading, um, it's. It's not that their contracts were ending. It's that they con- they cut the contract short. Like like they would have kept going after October, but now at the end of October, like I think it said, like twenty five developers are being let go. Please. Um, and a lot of them are in the QA department. But so that's testing, right? Right, like making sure that everything is running smoothly and that the game is ready for release. Um, but with this happening, apparently the multiplayer Last of Us game is now all but canceled. They they've set oh, like no, yeah, exactly. Um, they haven't officially canceled it yet. Like it's still technically a project that they have but there's no one really working on it Um, oh man yeah it's super unfortunate oh that's really sucks especially when they had like pictures of it right concepts of it but concepts yeah and they like bungie like uh they bought bungie so bungie was like the overseer on this like they 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 uh they over they oversaw the things that the, they were doing um wait bungie yeah yeah bungie bungie oversaw would oversee naughty dog's development of the online Last yeah of Us? yeah yeah huh? let me see here um ba-ba-ba. i put this down here where is it Okay, Bloomberg reported in June that Sony had diverted resources away from the project following a negative internal review by Bungie, the recently acquired live service powerhouse behind Destiny 2. One source now tells Kotaku that the multiplayer game, while not completely canceled, is basically on ice at this point. So yeah, Bungie Bungie were like advisors regarding oh. the creation of this game, and they they basically said like this this game is a garbage fire right now. Um and because of that, or not just because of that, but that is one of the reasons why funding for the game was cut and things are going downhill. Uh, that makes sense. And it's to cut it early rather than hemorrhaging more. So, but I don't get it. How the heck was the Last of Us One able to do it all? Exactly. And that, like, like, that was on a PS3, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's why and I was, was reading the comments when, when you when you entered the show. I was oh, reading the comments about that. Hole. Yeah, that was a rabbit hole you were talking about, huh? Exactly. Because um, that's what one of the comments said. Like, look, Factions mode on the original Last of Us was, like, one of the best multiplayer experiences ever. They were like, I was a huge fan of it. I, I don't understand how now, all these years later they are not able to implement a successful multiplayer game for this. Like for what, because like, you know, 
it like it, it doesn't make sense. Like the like the the reasoning behind it, it, like it doesn't make sense to. I'm assuming like just everyday people out of, that aren't in the industry, um, because it was like a financial decision where it's just like no one would be playing the game. Exactly. That's that's another thing that was said that there weren't. One of the things said was like that there weren't going to be enough people playing it consistently. Which I mean, you can also change that too. We wouldn't be able to make enough money from this consistently. Right. Right. Where is the make it free? Right. Like the original one, like that wasn't like you had a couple game modes, you did this, but it was one of the most loved multiplayer games there was. From what it sounds like, it sounds like they were trying to make this like some giant crazy standalone game that like would just continue to push The Last of Us forward both monetarily and as a franchise. And it it sounds like they bit off more than they could chew. Yeah, honestly. But it's annoying because that was the like that was the main part of The Last of Us 2 that I was waiting for. Well, I mean, I feel like it's a little bit no, I mean, who knows? It might come out later, but I feel like it should have been online free so people would like to play the game and in order to get the story and like to play single player they can buy the game. Yes. You know, I just think it's so bizarre that like they're like, oh, we're not gonna do it. Like, okay. Yeah. You already have the money, whole thing why... made. Right. And then if it was about money, then why not just release the first one and just remake it? You guys did a whole remake already. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You could just, just release the first part then. Just revamp it, put on the server yeah. put the servers back up. Like what what else what what else do we gotta right. do here? I'm pretty yeah. sure the servers for the original one are still going too. I bet. I read this thing. It was like on the on the subreddit for it. There's still thirty thousand active users. Like it's it's like not a dead game by any means. Right. But yeah, so that's where we're at now. Though we don't know if we're even getting another Last of Us multiplayer game. Although. With this, I'm pretty sure that there may be some modders or um, people out there who will be pissed and just be like, we're making our own factions game then. Because if you're not going to do it, then we're just going to release it as a free mod or something. Um, Because there's definitely been people that have done things similar to that. Yeah, I mean, it's... uh... I'm just waiting for Roblox to do it. Roblox, Roblox, <laughs> Roblox, whatever you want to call it. Or Minecraft does it. That'd be hilarious if Minecraft did it. Wait, did what? No, if Minecraft, Minecraft did The Last of Us online. Oh, that would be... <laughs> just a blocky Joel and a blocky Ellie. <laughs> That'd be so funny. The nice thing is, I guess the nice thing is, though, that there's been no full-time employees that that have been laid off from Naughty Dog. It was just contracted employees. So, I mean. That's fair. You can say, yeah, yeah, like you can say it's not as bad, but still, all these people still lost their job without more than more notice. And uh, they they aren't receiving any sort of severance packages, which, I mean, they're contracted employees. So, I guess they would have known that in their contract for it. Um, 
what was it? Was it uh, Project Red that let go of some developers, but they gave them like ample time to leave? Yeah, exactly. Like, CD Project Red uh, did yeah. just have a bunch of layoffs, but they they did make a point of saying, um, you know, we're giving them this, we'll this, and this. Right, yeah. exactly. CD Project find a new job. Layoffs. Um. Oh wow. Oh wow. So there's been some developments with that. I'm glad you brought that up. It says this was a day ago. CD Project Red. Yeah, right. CD Project Red Devs unionize after its third round of layoffs in three months. Three months. Three rounds. Oh my god. The union was formed after CDPR announced the third wave of layoffs. Improving their workplace and industry standards in a way that has legal power and amplifies their voices by unionizing. 100 people were unionizing. 100 people were let go. Oh. We started talking about unionizing after 2023 wave of layoffs when 9% of Reds were let go. 100, what, roughly 100 people. That's crazy. It's also a big team. The decision to unionize follows three sets of May 29th employees lost their jobs. Yeah, we remember that one. Currently working on separate Witcher project. Okay. Let go 30 employees who were part of the team working on the Witcher card game spinoff, Gwent. And in 100 people. Oh, wow. This was just 100 people in general. Like those were specific teams that people were laid off from. This, the the most recent one is just 100 people in general. Wow. I don't. Why though? They're doing so well right now. Maybe I think they it's because look um actually look up how much uh the DLC was for Cyberpunk. I think it was like eighty million dollars to make that. How much was Phantom Liberty to make? CD Projekt Red spent over sixty three million developing the expansion pack yeah. for Phantom Liberty. Uh, and then if you look at like Cyberpunk, how much they need, look up Cyberpunk 2077, um, how much it actually costs. Because I think with the PR and everything, it was like, it hemorrhaged. How much did uh, Cyberpunk... Oh, wait, there it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Its total cost to develop and market, including updates and DLC, is reportedly over four hundred and thirty-six million in cost. Because they released it so early that they had to do like PR and they had to do like they had to hire Idris Elba, they had to hire all these people just to save the game. And they have a sequel already planned for it. Yeah, dude. So I can get why I get why they had to wipe people off. That is nuts. That is actually insane. Yeah, how expensive this game is, right? And for how much problems it had initially, like, I wow. think in the long run it was it would be good for Project Red because now they have this like main like setup, you know. So when yeah, they make sequels or anything like that, it'll be easier. But that is so much money. <laughs> Well, I'm fairly certain they're also switching. Like, they have something called Red Engine, which is what they were developing their games on, like the their own personal game engine. But now, I'm, yeah, sure. if I'm not mistaken, I just read that they are uh, switching to Unreal. CD Project, CDPR, switching 
to Unreal Engine 5. The Witcher oh, yeah, Unreal. Yeah. The Witcher UE5 Switch isn't speeding development. CDPR hopes it helps with future games. Oh. Yeah, so they're going to be do, doing Unreal Engine 5 instead of the in-house Red Engine. Right, because The Witcher, everything prior to this game, to Cyberpunk, was on... The Red Engine? Red Engine. Well, Cyberpunk is on Red Engine, but I'm pretty sure everything oh, after this yeah, is oh, going to be Unreal 5. Well, probably because they just realized how much work they were putting themselves yeah. in. Like, why? Why create a phone when there's a phone right next to you? Right. Yeah, like, and it looks when, really like, you good. Don't need it, right? Unreal Five has been looking really good right. lately. It's been working amazing. And then the thing cool about, um, I think Unreal Engine, Unreal, is going to start charging movie companies to use their engine. That's cool. I mean, I think that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, is I, I think they're still keeping. Look up Unreal Engine and like charging. Agencies to use. Epic changing pricing for non-game. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Like yeah. filmmakers yep. will move to a subscription model. That's cool. And then they leave the video game stuff open for developers to use, though. Yes, agreed. Agreed. I think that's very fair. Yeah, especially since there's so much more money involved in, in Hollywood and, and filmmaking in general, whereas the development right. of a video game, you don't know how well the game is going to do. Right, and some people just want to do it for passion. Pro I mean, both are passion projects, right? Possibly. Yeah. But one of them is, like, you can get funding easily. The other one is just, like, do I have video games still have that connotation of being mm -hmm. um, lazy and whatever, you know? So, different market. But I'm glad that Unreal Engine is going to charge the movies. Absolutely. Oh, I don't want to fall backwards again. I almost stretched again. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> Please. Right. Well, that was the last topic we had on our list for this week. Yeah. Should I yeah. give us a sign out? Sign it out. All right. Well, like I said, we uh, we are the jointly. We didn't have our third member today, Sam, the, the lovely Sam. He will be back next week, hopefully. Um, but I am Aaron, a.k.a. Gilgamushmush, and we have the gentleman on the right whose name is... Tedifer. Tedifer. Uh We are the jointly. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um, we, you don't have anything going on next Sunday, right? No, next Sunday I'm here. Okay. So we'll be back next Sunday around the same time, like 1030 central, 830 Pacific. Um, and we'll be back to talk about more stuff like this. Thanks for hanging out everyone. Bye-bye.